Hi guys, welcome to the first ever episode of Shade Chat. I'm so excited to have you guys here with me. Um, and obviously today we're talking about being single in the 20th century. Um, I have obviously, I'm just going to start by introducing myself first actually before I jump into it. My name is Christabel. I'm the founder of Shade Chats. Um, Shade is actually a French name. I'm not French at all, but the name is French. Um, and it means free and strong. And I just wanted to create a platform for um, us women to come and just have freedom of conversation, to share our stories with, you know, an honesty and a transparent heart, um, just to encourage others who may be going down the same line. Um, so for today, I'm joined by two amazing ladies. One is currently based in Australia and one is based in England um, so we'll start with the England crew um, Tina would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners hi Chrissy hi everyone yeah um, I'm Tina as, as uh, Christopher's just said um, 27 uh, single and yeah I'm an artist but I work in retail right now so amazing I love retail. that's me yeah <laughs> Michelle um, hi everyone, I'm Michelle. Um, I'm based in Australia. Well, Christopher has already said that. I'm 23 years old and I'm currently studying to become a registered nurse and also working as an assistant at the same time. And yeah, I'm single. Wow. So how long have you guys been single for? Have you been single for a long time or did you just come out of a relationship? What's the story? Um, who's going first? <laughs> the, 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 sad, go first. the sad reality. Officially, <laughs> the last um, official relationship where you know it's known on both parties that you were taken was like four years ago for me. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's been four years. Lord Jesus. It's been a hard four years, girls. It's been a hard four years. Oh, is it a hard four years? Okay, we're going to get to that. We want to know why it's been a hard four years in a minute. How long have you been single? Well, um, I've been single for three years and this is about to be my fault and I hope not. (laughs) You're hoping to change that status? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Oh, dear. So obviously, T, you said that it's been a hard four years. I remember being single. I was probably, I'd say I was actually single for probably the first 26 years of my life. No judgment in here. Um, because as, as you say, it's when you're committed with someone and you both know that you're in a relationship. I feel like I never actually had that till I probably met my mm. husband. Um, so I would say I was in what I call situationships, um, which is, you know, you, you've got friends and friends with benefits and you know you call each other every now and then um and i would say for me it was a big struggle and i find the struggle um was being lonely that feeling of not having Mm. someone that you could just literally call and trust that they'll be there for you um Mm. what would you say has been the struggle for you for the past four years you know um i guess like yeah you've touched upon a couple of things that i would say are similar like the loneliness definitely um not having that emotional support 
you know that that's what's really that's what really takes its toll because sometimes you just want you don't want anybody for the physical or whatever else people might have in their relationships you just want an emotional you know cushion yeah on the day-to-day so like that's what makes it kind of a bit hard yeah because you you kind of go, you find somebody, and it's kind of going all, like well. And then when you need them emotionally, that's when you realize, oh, I'm in a situation. Yeah. We ain't emo- we're surface level. We ain't going deep. Yeah. So <laughs> that's that, that's the sad part of like the last four years. It's like not having that emotional, like oh, okay, I've got I've got my friend. Yeah. Who's a, who just so happens to be my boyfriend and. Yeah, that that that's that's the struggle right there. Yeah, Michelle, would you say the struggles are the same for you, or would you say yours have been slightly different? Um, not really. I think I struggled for the first maybe few months, but then um, from then, well, it's been good because the relationship that I was in was emotionally draining. But okay. it's been good. It's been a good journey, you know, getting to you know find yourself, you know, love yourself get to mm. learn like what kind of things that you like like who are you like as an individual it's yeah yeah I, I love what you said right there Michelle because I feel like it's something that we probably don't learn until we are so many years further down the line like yeah. I wish mm. we just understood as women we just understood that from the get-go that you know what let me find myself first. Yeah. Let me learn who I am before I can even Definitely. try to commit to being with someone. But I feel like we, we, we learn that the hard way. And I don't know why that is. Hopefully, there's someone listening that will learn from our stories and won't have to learn the hard way like we, we have had to. Um, and in terms of finding yourself, both of you, what does that look like when you're then searching for yourself and you're not in a relationship? Michelle, you take the reins. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's not really something um, big. Well, yeah, it's just you know, getting to know what kind what kind of things you like. Yeah, you know, getting to I don't know how to put it. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, yeah. But I feel Sorry. like um, that journey is different for everyone else. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's, that's true. all I can that's say. True. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that one. Like, it is personal to you. Mm. Like, um, like when Michelle said, like her last relationship, like, was a bit emotionally emotionally draining. That then affects how you, when you come out of that, finally, mm-hmm. and you're trying to discover who you are. You're kind of having to. Re- recharge your emotional tank do you know what I mean yeah whereas if you're in what I was in which was when when I look back it didn't have much emotion mm. in it you know even though it was official and like my closest people knew yeah like and I thought it was going somewhere really and truly when I think about it there wasn't anything emotional there wasn't anything that 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 I could say was the foundation to build what you have, Chrissy, which is like a family and marriage and everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then now me, when I'm now trying to rebuild myself and find myself and be comfortable with myself, I need emotion. I need to, it, 
I, I think it kind of sound, sounds really weird to say I need emotion because we all have emotion. <laughs> but like every every day, I'm kind of like going through these mo- moments where I'm questioning how I'm feeling. Mm. Is that the right way to feel? Is, is it the wrong way to mm-hmm. feel? So now it's sort yeah. of like I need, yeah, like my tank is full of it. It's full of like, and so I'm trying to like divide it in ways that then make when I do find my knight in shining armor. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm I'm level. I know exactly what I want, when I want it. I know what I'm feeling, how I'm feeling. Yeah. So that they they I can support them emotionally, which I think yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's very like what you've just said too. As women, we are we're created to be emotional beings anyway. Mm-hmm. And I mean we are emotional at the best of times. And and I like <laughs> Ooh, honey. <laughs> <laughs> like we, we can be emotional about anything, as I'm sure you guys would agree. Um, but what I like is exactly what you're saying is sitting down and being sing- single, having that time to actually figure out what what it is you're feeling and yeah. what kind of emotion to process them all together mm-hmm. so that when you do meet that person you kind of process the emotions and you're like okay now I know what kind of emotion I want I want out of the relationship mm-hmm. because if you don't then they will define it for you and they will throw every emotion under the sun which mm-hmm. doesn't help us because we're already emotional to begin with and mm-hmm. so in terms of um, dating waiting uh, not doing anything at all. <laughs> what are you guys? Are you guys currently dating? What are you doing? What's going on? Just like okay, let's forget twenty twenty because that's cancelled. Oh, yes. Yeah, but like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? In 2019, and this like weird gap year that we've got, what is dating? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't, I don't know, maybe, maybe you, Michelle, might have a better reign on it because at 23, I could probably tell you I was dating, I was doing this, da 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 da. Now at 27, everybody that I know is either having a baby, getting married, um, in a like a long-term relationship everybody's settled Mm. so personally i don't know if if i can even date because for me dating kind of means you know testing the waters (laughs) yeah Yeah, kind of trying to figure out like what's going on you go for dinner so and i'm like nah mate i want a baby (laughs) do you know what i mean I, i want i want a house i want fence a white fence (laughs) exactly do you know what I mean I don't want to be 30 and not knowing if me and you are going to be so I don't know personally I'm on that I don't know fence yeah yeah, no, I completely get that. I think you've touched on a very good. It's what what is actually dating? Yeah. Is it? Let me see all the different options that are out there. If I like a vanilla kind of ice cream, or if I like a chocolate mm. kind of ice cream, um, you know, is, is that what <laughs> a bit of both? <laughs> a bit of both, exactly. You know, that's what dating kind of looks like. And I completely hear you too, where you say you're at that stage where you, you don't want to do that. You want the next relationship that you get into to be it, really, really because yeah. you're thinking. I'm at that age. But Michelle, 23, how about you? Do you have the same kind of concepts or are you are you dating? Are you trying out the different ice creams? Well, certainly, no. I'm not seeing anyone. I'm not dating. But um, I've never been a fan of um, dating. For me, it's always okay. been... Sorry? 
no, oh, no, sorry. I was just saying, okay, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. Listening. I've never been a fan of um, <laughs> dating. For me, I've always been that serious type, you know, like, you know, let's do this, you know, we're in it together. Mm. You know, where are we going? Mm. Is there a future here? I don't like, mm. you know, wasting someone else, someone else's time and getting my time wasted as well. Yeah. Oh, Michelle, if only we thought like you at 23. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, have you found being that way inclined, which is like clear cut and just honest, have you found that it's made it, made you gravitate to men that are like the same same kind of value, same kind of thought process? Or do you get the riffraff a lot more when you are looking? Mm, well, I haven't been looking but then um, I just started thinking this year that um, four years, you know, it's been a long time. It's high time that I started, you know, opening my eyes and seeing what's out there. So, hmm. we'll, yeah, see. we'll see. Nope. We'll have to do. We'll have to do like a, a, a another one where you tell us if you if you found yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that the one exactly. <laughs> so in, in terms of approaching four years, you guys, or as Michelle is saying that she's now thinking to start looking. Where do you even look? Where do you start? Do you online date? Do you? Oh, how? How? What does that look like? What's the thought process? What do we think of online dating? Oh my goodness! No. <laughs> <laughs> like no. You know, you, you I've had that as a straight. No. Why? Why straight? No. <laughs> I've had bad experiences on online dating, oh. and also my standards are quite are quite high. But then I don't know what I want at the same time. So it's just a recipe for disaster. So it's, it's funny with online dating, isn't it? Because it's like 50-50. It's like I've had, yeah. I had nothing but negative experiences. I remember this mm-hmm. one time I went on a date with this guy I met online. And he literally came and he bought me two pairs of shoes. And I thought to myself, he has a foot fetish. He, <laughs> he must have a foot fetish. Oh. <laughs> Oh no! Yes, because like he'd asked me um a couple of days before that. Oh, what size fit are you? And I thought he was just like, you know, just getting to know me and whatnot. Yeah. And he literally came with two pairs of shoes. I just thought, and I sat there at this restaurant and we're having dinner, and I was thinking, this is not going well at all. <laughs> and now in my head, I'm thinking, now he's giving me these pairs of shoes. What am I gonna do to balance out? Because I'm <laughs> never gonna see him again. <laughs> Oh no, did you keep the shoes at least? I kept the shoes, so basically to make it seem fair, I paid for the dinner. I was like, you know what, I'm going to pay for the dinner, so then that makes me feel better. Like, you know what, I've kind of paid for my shoes. (laughs) Oh my days, that's so weird. Who brings shoes to a first date? Yeah, so that's the thing, isn't it? With online, you get such a mixed bag. But that being said, one of my best friends, they met online and they got married and they've been together for years. So it's just that, isn't it? You never really know. You never never know. know. Yeah. No. Yeah. God, exciting. Well, um, would you guys say, obviously, being uh, it's the 20th century and all, and as Tino says, 2020 has been cancelled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon this is now going to make dating or finding someone even harder, not having gone through this lockdown period? Or do you think people come out of this having thought throughout their emotions or the guys would have come out of this having thought, you know what, life is too short, let's get into some relationships? What's the thought process after lockdown? Um, 
for me personally, I would hope that it makes it easier because yeah, you kind of have that like online. There's like these like um, little like messages that like you know those empowerment um, Instagram pages or TikToks or wherever where it's like you know if he's not messaging you right now, then you know he doesn't want you. So maybe. It, people will come out of this knowing that okay that guy who you were like okay he's the one yeah. and he's gonna be me and him are gonna you know have our little house and our white picket fence mm. this whole time when he hasn't been able to go out with his boys when he hasn't been when he's been working from home yeah. and no holidays he still hasn't messaged you well then you know maybe it's time right you kind of yeah that's yep. the message so you kind of have to be like okay if the guy is not chasing you a little bit and he's not like trying to find out are you okay or this type of stuff your mental well-being and then it's not he's not it's not happening just true. just let it go rip the bandage early yeah and then just let it go that is so true yeah um are you guys looking for um a specific type of man oh i am do, do you, do you, <laughs> oh you are yeah. <laughs> tell us more <laughs> Well, um, well, for me, because um, I'm religious, I'm a Christian, so yeah. well, a big thing for me is um, finding someone who shares the same beliefs with me. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the list just yeah. goes on and on from there, but it's not a long list though, but that's the major thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's so true. Actually, I think when you when you speak about having those kind of values in terms of of religion and saying that's the mm-hmm. first basis. Well, I had that on my list, but I then had an extensive list after that. <laughs> you know, like I listed, I wrote it out, and I think I had about seven or eight or ten different things oh on my, my list. And, and mm. one of them was he has to love, he has to be healthy, he has to love to work out because I'm a health and fitness freak. I love, I. Love love that healthy kind of fit lifestyle and he has to have a job he has to have a car <laughs> he has to have and literally it was i sat down and i wrote this honestly please don't laugh at me because it sounds r- ridiculous to think of it now Aww. um it was i think one thing i learned when i met my husband was at least uh it's good to have a list but have it written by like using a pencil <laughs> don't use a pen so exactly. that you can erase stuff yeah <laughs> exactly you can literally amend it and be like okay let's change that a little bit because that doesn't quite fit in mm-hmm. and I think one of the things that I, I've learned is as long as that um that connection and that commitment is there in that relationship then the rest and I think if, if you've got one most important thing like for me it was actually it was my religion as mm-hmm. well and everything else I'm like you know what we can work it out because as much as I wanted that fine six pack guy <laughs> I mean um body change yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna need him to be more inclined to to that um personal connect personality connection more mm. than anything yeah, else because mm. that's what's gonna keep us in the relationship mm. so that's one of the things I would advise you guys as you're as you're thinking about your list mm-hmm. don't don't write it too detailed and um, because then you will actually let some people go who would be the best people for you you know yeah 
perspective yeah yeah definitely so what would you say obviously what would you advise other women in your age bracket I mean 23 Michelle for me 23 I probably wasn't even thinking about being in a serious relationship I wasn't thinking about marriage or anything like that and what would you advise people your age that are going through being single that are struggling with it that are not enjoying it as much what would you say to them well I would say um, there is nothing wrong with being um, single. You know, that's your time to love yourself. That's your time to fall in love with yourself. You know, get to know yourself and focus on your mental health, self-care. And there's all sorts of things out there to do. And do not put any unnecessary pressure on yourself because, um, well, I kind of used to. You know, because mm. I've always had, you know how you have your timeline that in the next five years I want to accomplish this, this, this and that. Well, yeah. well in yeah. my head, my plans were to get married early and then have my kids like before 30, you know, at 24, according to yeah. my crazy list. <laughs> I was supposed to be married, you know, beyond kid number one. Which I've sort of noticed that yeah. right now that was completely, you know, crazy. But then, um, yeah, yeah, I'll tell them not to put any pressure on themselves, you know. Just don't rush into any relationship yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. And T, what would you say to, to you know, ladies that are late 20s um that are also going through this period and just yeah struggling with it what would you say you found has been helpful for you similar similar like take care of yourself yeah. first always put your gas mask on yeah. oxygen mask on first and um yeah time i i guess it's different like when you're still in your early 20s you it's okay to be like yeah you know you can wait and you can still wait like for for your perfect picture mm. there's there's no there's no harm in waiting yeah but start to kind of really have goals that lead mm. to that yeah you know if if you are if you if your goal is to be a businesswoman and have it all be the beyonce of whatever field then make sure you are lining things yeah. that leads you there yeah. don't because you don't you don't have the the comfortable i'm still in my early 20s whatever like boy bye yeah. no because you know as you're getting older you, yeah you have less opportunities for certain things so really be goal orientated do take mm-hmm. care of yourself yeah um and don't be don't be scared fear fear i think also takes over mm-hmm. after 25 yeah. i know when I turned 25, the first thing I did was research how to freeze my eggs. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> I'm not joking. I, had, I, I woke up one day and I was in a panic. Like I had a panic attack for a solid 30 minutes. Oh. I thought I was going to die. And then, yeah, it was, it was yeah. tragic. And then I was like, you know what? The only thing that at, the, at that moment in time that was like, okay, I can, I can go do this. I can do this was I had to Google how to freeze my eggs. And then when I figured out it, would, it was going to cost me more to freeze and take care of my eggs in a, in a facility yeah. than to pay rent in London, I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> I 
anyway, it's, it's time. It's time you kind of just have to, you know. Okay, you now know that you do want babies. Yeah. You do want like, a husband. Yeah. You do want like you know. A relationship like stronger than ever with God. Yeah. So you now know that's what you want. So now you have to be around people that are similar in in mind. Be you know do take care of your body because you know you as you get older you have less chances. So if you're healthier, it's better. So all of those tiny little things. I've had hiccups and I've gone back to the website to see if the prices have changed, <laughs> but <laughs> it's not as bad. It's not like every month. Yeah. It kind of went. It was like every month. Then it went into like no, every other month. Now it's like once in a while. Yeah. I'm like, okay, the option is still there. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, do you know? I'm what? crazy. <laughs> that 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 is hilarious. It's hilarious <laughs> and it's so good at the same time. <laughs> like I can't, I can't even imagine like not being a thought process. Oh, wow. So it is so hilarious. <laughs> but what I loved about what you said, like what I can take out of it from what you said, that the beauty of it is that in in that moment of your anxiety, in that moment of freaking out, you realize that actually I do want kids. You know, because I think yeah. sometimes we 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 take breakdowns or meltdowns so negative, and we go, "Oh my God, you should you shouldn't have gone through that." But actually, sometimes they're really good because they really show you yeah. what you want. They really show you, you yeah. know what? This is what I want. Because it, it, it's if I hadn't, because I remember the the one time that I decided, no, this is it. I can't be falling in love with all these people that look good on paper, look good in front mm-hmm. of me, mm-hmm. and um, but actually mm-hmm. are, are so detrimental to my mental health. Was when I had a meltdown and I literally woke up one day and I was like, I've been with this guy for five years and he's not even made me, he's not given me a title. I am nothing. And it was at that moment of that meltdown, I really realized, mm. wait one minute, you actually want someone that would want to mm-hmm. be with you. So mm. in that, so we, we can laugh about it because it's funny, but actually we can also take the beauty out of it that you learn so much about what you want and who you are from, yeah. those, from those times. Um, you know, so that's what I can take out of it. But that is so funny to you. I just can't believe that we did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can laugh about it now. At the time. Yeah. Oh my days. Mm, no, <laughs> honestly. Like when you're going through it, it it's it's the it's whatever you can do to get to get through it, isn't it? So to you that makes sense yeah. at the time. And that could make sense yeah. to someone else. Or oh, it's even the same as um when we talk about like kids, for me it was I realized that I wanted to be so committed and I wanted kids to a point where I was like, oh, for me to keep this guy, maybe if I got pregnant and had his kid, he'll stay, Mm. you know? And Mm. that's when you realize, oh my God, actually my mental health now has just got so detrimental to myself that I'm thinking, how can I get a commitment out of this person? And I had to step back and say, no, actually, let me find myself. Let me find who I am first. Let me find my worth and my value before I can even try and be any good to anyone, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so we were speaking, uh, Michelle, you brought up a point about uh, people not pressurizing themselves at whatever, at whatever age when they're single. Do you guys feel like social media has a play in terms of the amount of pressure that we get as single people? Um, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it does. For me, personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I know for me, it, it did. Um, because I would look at people and I would see them in relationships, you know, when especially when it was Valentine's Day, <laughs> and you see them, yeah, all happy, and they've got their their flowers and their chocolates, and you'd sit there in mm-hmm. envy, like, oh, I can't actually. Remember. And but actually, that made me feel so sad. So I feel like it had it had a detriment yes. to my mental health. I don't know how how you took it. How how is it for you, T? Social media and being single. Social media for me and being single 
is is just not it's yeah i've gone and i've deleted my instagram now because it wasn't it wasn't doing me any favors mm. like i said most of my friends are in relationships like i've got like you i've got one friend who found a guy on tinder i think or whatever mm-hmm. and now they're like living together and they're happy and they're i think she's engaged to him now wow. like it's yeah it's just like and so when i'm seeing all of that and i'm like okay you go kind of like when you're constantly on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or whatever social you're 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 mostly using. There's so many, isn't there? You, so many of them now. Mm. It's ridiculous. Mm. You kind of have a moment where you can. Well, that person is trying that out. Let me try it. Yeah. So you do this whole. Let me try these all these hats that don't work because your journey is not their journey. Yeah. yeah. So where my friends had done the whole. I went on Hinge which is meant to be like the one that you download and you're guaranteed to get a, um, a man and be mm-hmm. married and you delete that app once you find the one. Yeah. For some reason, it kept matching me up with all these men who I believe were all gay. So I was like, what the hell about my profile makes you think I'm a man? Yeah. That one time. Like, do you know what I mean? So now I'm like, okay, what, what's going on with my algorithm? Yeah. And then now you're like trying to change who you are. You're writing things that aren't really who you are. Yeah, like just so that you can kind of get that perfect guy. Yeah. Who, and like in my, in my head, I'm thinking, trust me to get that, the, the app yeah. that's meant to match me. And it's now matching me with like something that's totally not what I'm looking different. for. Yeah. Like, out, like even outside of my own sexual preference. So I'm like, damn. So then, like, so then I was like, okay, that's not for me. So then I was now starting to get a bit insecure. Mm-hmm. Social media has made me insecure because I'm like, okay, is my, is this, is this picture all right? Yeah. Have I taken this at the right angle? Oh my god, yes. I've got a little bit of like a roll. Mm-hmm. Oh my, my butt's looking a bit too big. All, the, all these type of things. So no, um, I've deleted my, oh. my social. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. And how yeah. about you? Yeah. How, oh, sorry, T. Um, Michelle, how do you feel about social media? Do you have the same reservations or are yours slightly um, not different? Not really, but just like you said, it does help, you know, when it's Valentine's Day and you, you see people posting, you know, pictures and whatnot. But I find that um, I get a lot of pressure from, you know, aunties and uncles. You know how they yeah, are, those are family. aunties and uncles. You know, they are constantly yeah. asking whenever they see you that, oh, what's going on with you? Are you, in a, are you in a relationship? So when are we seeing the in-laws? When are they sending the cows? You know, stuff like that. It's like every time yeah. you cannot have a full conversation without them asking you, so what's going on? You know, you know you're getting older. You know, we don't see anything happening. Yeah. Are you okay? So it's just that. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny, isn't it? Because it's almost like you can't run it. Social media, as much social media is like an online platform. I'm like Tina. I every now and then I come mm-hmm. off social media, and I literally just come off for like a good month or so, or, or more, if I feel like I need more. Because it, I do get that where you, it, it's literally detrimental to how you think and to your mental health. But at the same time, your your fa- your friends and your family are, yes. are still there as well. Like as you're saying, Michelle. <laughs> Your pressures are actually coming from aunties and uncles and everyone else that you can't really yes, get away yes. from. <laughs> so um, it, it, it makes in in that kind of situation. What do you do when it, when the pressure is coming from people that you can't actually get away from? What's what's the solution? What do you do? I've said to them, if you want me to get married, find me the man, <laughs> and then I give them the list, and like it's like, well, if you can't find that then stop talking. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? 
Like at the end of the day, I I get it. I get it's like trying. It's 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 their it's their way of trying to be like you know you deserve happiness. You deserve, but then at the same time, is is being simply exactly, not happy. Sort of like it all happens when it's meant to happen. Everybody wants to go to a wedding mm-hmm. and wants to enjoy love and all that, but it it will happen when it happens. So that's why I'm like, find me. You know the Bill Gates that looks like um, Michael B. Jordan. And then, then we'll start talking about cows. And and if he doesn't look like that and doesn't have that kind of like bank account, leave me alone. <laughs> it's funny because I always say the same thing as well. Every time, sometimes before they even ask, I'll be like, "So when are you hooking me up with that?" You know. <laughs> yeah, the Michael B. Jordan—he <laughs> has to be there. Like you're all talking about, where's the cows? Well, the way to get a cow these days, cows are expensive. Do you know what I mean? Like weddings are expensive. It's not cheap. And they so... are. It's not cheap at all. No, it's not cheap at all. Oh, that is so funny. It is crazy. But I think I would—I would probably say um, I had someone. I was listening to a message the other day and they were saying a lot of us are looking for the happily ever after but we, we're looking for this happily ever after when we actually never had the happy ever before you know and I thought I sat down and I thought about that and I was like that's so true because a lot of the times no one actually comes to us when you're single and says oh my god you're single that's so good you get to really you know enjoy everything yeah. that you want to do it's mostly oh when, when when do you you know where, where's your other mm-hmm. half or when are you getting married no one actually celebrates being single to a point that we, we're empowered mm-hmm. to think oh wait I can actually be happy by myself I can actually be happy doing like there's so much things yeah. that we can do and um, you know when we're single we can travel the world we can they, we're not limited by another person then who then who actually then has an essay into mm. what we do as well yeah. you know and i just hope that one day things can be celebrated and it's just not looked upon as in mm. what's wrong with you but more like oh my god that's amazing you've still got time mm. to really enjoy your own yeah. company yeah you know but oh this has been so much fun guys but i do think when you guys find those other house <laughs> No, actually, I probably I don't like saying other house because it makes me feel like you're not a complete person. When you find those mm. men, we should do another podcast. You know, we can we can do a follow up story. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> yeah. expose mm-hmm. them a little bit. Get to see. Oh, but no, it's been so nice to chat to you guys. Thank you so much for joining me, and thank you so much for being honest with your stories All as right. well. Um, and for our listeners, if you guys really want to know more about um, our guests or more about any of the topics or any of the issues that we touched on today, please follow us on Instagram at iam.christabel or find us on our website www.iamchristabel.com. Thank you and I hope you enjoyed this podcast and we look forward to having you tune in next week. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. 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 Hi there, I hope you really enjoyed listening into our first ever podcast, Sade Chats, where we were talking about being single in the 21st century. If you're single at the moment and you're really hating it and you're thinking, how do I get out of this? I wanted to come and say, you are not alone. I went through it too. I wrote a book called From Single and Hating It to Single and Loving It. 
I hated being single to begin with. I felt lonely. I felt as if my life was at a standstill. I felt like I needed someone to be able to validate me, someone to be able to tell me that I was beautiful, to tell me that I was loved. So when I didn't have that person, I I felt as if my whole world was crashing around me. And for me, for that to change, I really just got to understand the value and my worth and the purpose that was upon my life. And the moment that I realized that God created me with a purpose, I mean, he found it worth to give me a purpose. That alone gave me the confidence to know that I was loved, to know that I had value. And the moment that that changed, it changed everything. I started loving and enjoying being single. I traveled the world. I mean, I literally just got up some solo trips, some trips with some girlfriends. I did everything that I possibly wanted to do. Well, not everything, because I'm sure I'm only 32, so I'm sure there's so many other things that I'm yet to do. But what I'm trying to say is, you are not alone. You can get to a point where you actually enjoy the season and understand the worth that it has. Um, the book is available for sale on www.imchristabel.com. If you want to reach out to me, you can also use the contact me page on the website. Um, and I hope it really helps when you do read it. If you have any questions, just shoot them my way. Enjoy the rest of your day.